This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. Alrighty, everybody, it is time. We've got some Champions League coverage we got to cover uh, here today. All very exciting, right here, back on another episode of Radio Techers. Let's go ahead and hit that intro real quick and we'll get right to it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Like I said, I am Tanner, a.k.a. The Texas Gentleman, right here on Shooting the Sports-ish. Uh, we're going to talk about some Champions League here today. Lots of fun, exciting things happening uh, yesterday and today uh, as far as the Champions League coverage is concerned. Uh, so let's go ahead and uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and pull up uh, something real quick here just so that you can see my screen as well. Uh, we're going to look at the, uh, the Champions League uh, results. And there they are. Uh, so, uh, first off, you've got uh, RB Leipzig uh, faced Liverpool yesterday, Barcelona, PSG, Sevilla versus Dortmund was today, as well as Porto and Juve. Uh, so we've got a lot of cool things going on that we can talk about. Um, Mags is not on here as of yet, but uh, hopefully he'll be here soon. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. I'm hoping so. Wait. And there he Hello! is. Hello! Brendan Rodgers is in the house. Look. <laughs> uh, of, of course he is how is it going mags hope you're doing well <laughs> i am mental today today has been absolutely madness oh wow yeah you, you you're quite a busy man as always the hardest working man in all of podcasting mags he's right here uh moonlighting as uh brendan rogers i'm i'm not quite sure i i got the reference um but, but i'll ask him later it, it was from it was from uh, Leicester when we watched Leicester. All right, moving on then. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, uh, we've got. Uh, let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about uh, uh, something Brendan Rodgers related. Uh, Liverpool two, RB Leipzig nil. Uh, this is probably the most lively we've seen Liverpool since December. Mags. Uh, they looked. Uh, really, really on point here. There were um, lots of rumors 
lots of rumors over the weekend that uh, uh, there was a um, a team meeting uh, ex- exclusive to the players that they wanted to talk things out and you know figure out whatever it is that they needed to do uh, to get everything back on track. Um, Mags, what did you see differently from this Liverpool team that led to this result? It it was a a team that I mean I I to be fair I don't think that they they performed particularly badly apart from one aspect of football and that's getting the ball in the net. Uh, when we the games that we've watched on on Techers, Liverpool have been massively dominant, had the majority of the ball, have passed around beautifully. It's just that uh, teams kind of like learned how to defend against them and, and pack out boxes and really frustrate the front three. Um, and we said uh, on, on last weekend's Techers that this could possibly be the game where Liverpool um, kick on for the season. They've had a, a poor run of form. There's been a lot of stuff happening backstage. Uh, like mm. I said, the rumours of team meetings. Uh, but I pinned this match as being the match that, that, that could really kind of like revitalise Liverpool's uh, season. And it certainly was. Uh, it was a, a, an outstanding performance by by pretty much everybody in in a Liverpool shirt. Uh, there was no real kind of weak links in this team. Um, and they got the victory that they absolutely deserved to get. Um, they dominated um, Leipzig at, at Leipzig's home. Um, and it was a, just a, a really classy performance and one that will give the, re- the rest of the team a hell of a lot of... Uh, um, of impetus to, to push on and, and 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 basically make a better push for that for that uh, at least top four spot in in the in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Well, and they've got a big game uh, coming up here against Everton. Uh, hopefully, they can uh, uh, strike some revenge. If you're a Liverpool fan, uh, we all know what happened last time out when Liverpool faced Everton. Uh, that's the game where Virgil Van Dijk got injured. Uh, plus, there's you know a lot of shouts for whether or not Liverpool should have actually lost that game uh, with uh, VAR con- multiple VAR controversies. If I'm remembering correctly. Um, RB Leipzig, if you are a um, a transfer fanatic, if you're a, a big club that's been looking to pick up the pieces of uh, or pick off the pieces of uh, RB Leipzig, uh, this was not the game to scout for. Uh, <laughs> uh, multiple mistakes led to uh, goals from uh, Mo Salah and Sadio Mane. Uh, here's Mo Salah, of course, right there. Nice little, nice little touch up there that I did. Uh, yeah, this looked like a Liverpool team that's back, um, hopefully back. We'll, we'll get a bigger test uh, on Everton uh, this weekend. So we'll see what happens there, Mags. Um, let's talk about PSG and uh, uh, Barcelona, as you see there. Uh, Kylian Mbappe with a hat trick against um, uh, Barcelona. Uh, I believe you're uh, <laughs> uh, you're not going to get much better than that. Uh, Mags, talk to me about Kylian Mbappe and what this PSG side did to Barcelona. Yeah, this this was a it was a raping. They raped Barcelona. It was and 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 it's it's just testament to how far down Barcelona have fallen. Um, that they were dominated 
at the new Camp, something that you very, very rarely see. Uh, Mbappe just smashing records. I think he's now uh, the youngest uh, person to get to 150 um, uh, goals in his career. Um, just, it's it's mental. This kid, if you could get him in a Liverpool shirt, he, he would win you the league every single every single year. Uh, and it just shows that, that there's no span now left in this Barcelona team. Um, years of bad transfers, years of uh, of paying exorbitant wages has, has finally come crashing down. We mentioned this way back in the early episodes of, of Techers, how this club is a is a house built on sand and that house is, is falling down. Um, mm. Paris were just so, so, so dominant and... Barcelona got exactly what they deserve for years and years of of of, um, of mis mismanagement, I suppose. Yeah, no this this looked like um, <laughs> this looked like a Barcelona team that was barely hanging on. They're not doing very well in La Liga, right? Um, they are they <laughs> and and they got taken to task here uh, by by Kylian Mbappe almost single handedly. Now this was a great. <laughs> This was a great team performance uh, by PSG. Obviously, uh, Kim Mbappe is not going to score three goals on his own. Maybe I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, with the form that he was on, maybe he would. Um, but you, if if you're Lionel Messi, I mean, there there must be a million things running through your mind. Uh, but seeing Kylian Mbappe perform like he did yesterday, you almost have to wonder, you know, if he was seeing glimpses of himself. At, at that age and 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 seeing you know the the same kind of talents that maybe and I'm not saying that Mbappe is on Messi's level that Mbappe is going to be the greatest of all time he very well could be it could very well continue to be Messi it, it, whatever right but I, I I saw a lot of glimpses of of Messi in Mbappe yesterday and, the, mm-hmm. and those kind of performances where you would just take it by the jugular mags yeah Absolutely. And the the worrying thing is, I mean, I, I rag on uh, Barcelona, but the worrying thing is this this is not even the worst thing that's going to happen to this club in, in, in the near future. They're going to lose the biggest star. They've got no money to replace him. Uh, they're riddled with, what, a half a billion pound worth of debt. Um, the presidential election's coming up. Um, yeah, it, it's... It's a bad, bad time to be Barcelona, uh, and you just you just don't see no light at the end of the tunnel for for the club. Obviously, I, I don't think the club is going to go or go under or anything like that. But it's going to be a a long, hard rebuild for this club. It, indeed, well, and part of that rebuild, uh, I mean, could very well see the the end of Messi at Barcelona. Um, I, I can't say that that's uh, outside the realm of possibilities, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, there was a leak not too long ago. I think that was back during December, uh, or not December, but rather uh, the tail end of January, where uh, Lionel Messi's uh, contract was leaked and he was making well over half a billion dollars uh, mm-hmm. over on his current contract deal. Uh, that could be money that could be reinvested back into the in, into the squad. Uh, you can the the, the best the best part of a million pound a week in just basic wages. The best part of a million pound a week. It's madness. It's um it's 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 a crazy uh, deal that he has. Uh, but you have to wonder whether or not Barcelona would actually be. Uh, 
you know, pulling the trigger on letting Messi go. Um, maybe it's not even in their hands. Maybe it's in Messi's hands. That's what the <laughs> that's what the lawsuit was about uh, earlier this year uh, or last year rather. So there's so many factors at play for this Barcelona team. Let's talk about PSG though, real quick. Uh, again, uh, <laughs> Kylian Mbappe. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll show the picture again because I, I just love this picture of Mbappe. It just embodies what he did against uh, the Barcelona team yesterday. Um, I guess P- PSG under Mauricio Pochettino. This is a really good looking team, and, mm-hmm. and they and I think they they finally have the guy. Uh, not that Thomas Tuchel couldn't, but I think with Pochettino, they finally have a guy who can take them that next level. Yeah. I, I agree. Uh, Pochettino was, uh, was amazing for Tottenham, uh, especially on a shoestring budget that, that he had. I, I thought he would was pinned for the Man United job, uh, but when that didn't come off, um, going to Barcelona was was uh, going to Paris was the next big best thing. Uh, he's going to be able to uh, spend uh, as he wants, but he's also got the the, the core of a, an outstanding team there. Um, and yeah, and and they absolutely proved it. I mean, just watching Mbappe play, it, it reminds me so much of of, of incredibly young Michael Owen, where he's just unplayable. He gets the ball, and you, it's like the ball is tied to his foot on a string. It's just outstanding, and yeah, it is is so damn young as well. I mean, this he's got fifteen years of a career left. Oh, how good it is! Going every record will be smashed, and uh, Kylian Mbappe is going to be the the is he's the star of this generation. Well, uh, I'm glad that you said that. Let's transition over to uh, another game and another man who could very well fit that title. Uh, Borussia Dortmund uh, faced Sevilla. Um, uh, Borussia Dortmund winning 3-2 here today. Uh, A great performance here from Erling Haaland. Uh, There you go. There he is right there. Uh, (laughs) Erling Haaland uh, scoring uh, twice in the first half, uh, didn't hit that third. Um, he did say in the post-match interview that he was um, uh, not verbatim, but that he was he was inspired by Kylian Mbappe. He uh, with his performance yesterday, he wanted to put on a great performance himself uh, here today. Uh, Haaland did not get the hat trick uh, like Mbappe did, uh, but this was a Dortmund team who did not look really good from the start, and Haaland pretty much powered Dortmund through with a win here today. Mm -hmm. A little bit falter there in the second half, uh, but they showed real character to keep the victory, Mags. Yeah, I mean, if if Mbappe is your kind of uh, um, Michael Owen, your kind of show pony, um, Haaland, (laughs) Haaland, no, and I I mean all respect with that, to watch him is mesmerizing. Uh, Haaland is your Alan Shearer. Um, just a goal machine, a hunter. I mean, this is a, a this is a kid, and I say kid because he's so damn young. He's got seventeen goals in thirteen Champions League games. I mean, Champions League is the the elite of the elite in when it comes to club football, and he's making a mockery of it. He's absolutely making a mockery of it because he's so damn good. And, and like I said, this is a, a, a Dortmund uh, team who, who who are faltering in the league. Uh, and 
we, we've heard of the frustration of, of, of Haaland. He, he's basically come out and said, I'm sick of carrying this team by the, by the bootstraps. Uh, maybe he's looking for a move away and there's no better way to put your uh, face in the shot window than dominating the Champions League and scoring more goals than you play games. It's, 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 it's unreal. It's absolutely unreal. Yeah, no, a- absolutely. Um, a- as far as Sevilla is concerned, Sevilla did put on a-, a-, a pretty decent performance as well. They almost came back to win the game, or at least get a get a draw or a result out of this here, Mags. Um, do you think uh, that um, the next uh, leg of this fixture is going to be as fiery as this one? Well, it, it, it's in uh, in Dortmund, so you would expect. Uh, Dortmund to be able to uh, dominate at home, um, but with with Haaland in the team, you're going to get goals. Um, and with the way Dortmund's defense is is seemingly playing, they're going to concede. So I still don't think it's 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 nailed on that Dortmund are going to win. And um, so and out of probably out of the three of the four teams that have uh, have lost over the last couple of days, I think I think Sevilla have got the most. Um, most positives to to come from from their their results or um yeah it's still not done and dusted and uh Dortmund have still got a little bit of work to do mm-hmm. uh quick stat line Sevilla did have the most shots in total uh 12 to Dortmund's 10 uh mm-hmm. Sevilla only had they dominated possession they yes. dominated possession 66% Yes, indeed. Uh, 66% possession to 34%. Uh, Dortmund's um, uh, shots on target were marginally better um, as as well. Um, Sevilla looked the better team out and out. If I was Dortmund, I would still be rather worried uh, Mm -hmm. going into the next fixture. There's only one goal difference. Um, You know, it's really anybody's ball game still. Um, I mean, we we mentioned about how this comparison between Mbappe and Haaland, and here's a little uh, tidbit of of a stat for you. Um, since the beginning of the last season's Champions League, Haaland and Mbappe have got 28 goals between them. Messi and Ronaldo have only got 15 in that same time frame. That just shows how how good these two youngsters are, and they are embarrassing the 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 best two footballers that we've seen in our lifetime uh it's it's shocking statistics absolutely that's 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 a brilliant uh, statistic mags and uh maybe you'll have to to bring that back up here uh momentarily uh, <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about something else here and i and i and i really want to um want to get to that here in our closing segments um but let's let's uh wrap up here uh Juve, uh, Juventus fell flat on his face, not once, but twice uh, here in their game against Porto. Uh, Porto winning uh, 2-1. Um, it seems as though as soon as the ref would blow the whistle for the first and second halves, Porto was ready to come out of the gate, and Juventus... They they weren't even they weren't even there they they didn't even exist. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a, a great opening goal. Uh, I thought here uh, by uh, Medi Taremi. Um, I'll go ahead. Sixty three seconds. Sixty three seconds. Sixty three seconds. Yep, there he is, uh, Taremi. Uh, great 
great goal. Uh, um, and then uh, at the start of the second half, uh, Mariga, uh, also from Porto, scores in the f- uh, 46th minute and, and even... 19, 19 seconds. 19 seconds. <laughs> Madness. Um, uh, it took uh, Federico Chiesa, uh, you know, who is technically on loan from uh, Fiorentina uh, for Juve to uh, to get a goal here in the 82nd minute. Uh, there were some late penalty shouts, perhaps, uh, but that uh, that was not to be the case here. Um, no penalty uh, was awarded to Juve at the end of the game. Porto wins 2-1. Mags, uh, we've seen in recent weeks... Uh, big teams like Liverpool fall flat on their face. Today it's Juve. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> is, is this is where where did they go wrong, Mags? <laughs> they they went wrong because their talisman was 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 basically played out of the game. Uh, for the first time in a long time, we saw Cristiano Ronaldo that wasn't dominant. Um, and that that's what paid dividends for, for Porto. And if it wasn't for that uh, Chiesa goal, I think you could count Porto, uh, you could count uh, Juventus out of this uh, out of this tie. Um, I think this is the the the, the first time um, in three years that, that Ronaldo hasn't scored in the in the knockout stages so far. Yeah, it's a uh, worrying times for for Juventus. And is it a sign that? Maybe Ronaldo's slowing down a little bit. Um, but what a performance by Porto. Um, you would expect going back to Turin uh, for for Juve uh, to, to really turn the screw and and, and, and go for the, the victory. But if they don't, wow, this is a, a monumental win for, for Porto, especially when you consider they haven't really performed since they won the, the, the Champions League under Jose Mourinho. Um, mm. It'd be going back to to, to, to the Ross candidate. So, yeah, great victory for, for Porto here. Well, and if you look at the stats line as well, uh, this was not an amazing game played by Porto. They were much more clinical in front of goal, but uh, possession-wise, they only had 34% to Juve, 66%. They had nearly uh, uh, half the passes that Juve did, uh, far less accurate in their pass accuracy. Um, I think that they just came out here with a better game plan, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and they knew that they were going to have to smash and grab this game, and that's literally what they did. They went out there and smashed the game and, um, and, and got their goals and went home. That's, that's literally all they had to do. Um, Absolutely. So a um, little bit worrying for Juve. We'll see if they can pick it up in the second leg, Mags. Um, but uh, some good games all around here. Um, I I did uh, pose a tweet, uh, put a tweet out on uh, Twitter uh, for Q and A. Uh, we did get a response, uh, so please, if you guys do have more questions in the future, we do want to hear uh, out from you. Uh, as absolutely. I say here. Mm, absolutely. Uh, so, and if you have any questions out there, I know that uh, Five Nerds Go is in the chat. How's it going, fellas? Hope you're doing well. Uh, they say Juventus undergoing weird change with DiBala being forced out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not not a fan. Not I don't know what Andre Pirlo is doing. He's seemingly trying to play some kind of utilitarian uh, Guardiola esque. He, he's trying to put in a lot of different things here um, into his um, big vision for football, and 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 I don't think that he's pulled it off just yet. This is his first big job. 
I think this was a job a bit too big to be his first job, though. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, that's just me. Uh, back to our Twitter question. Uh, uh, good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast at uh, Good Cop. Uh, let me see here. At, at Good Bad Wrestle on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast is asking, is Liverpool's best chance of being in next year's Champions League through finishing the top four or winning this year's Champions League, Mags? Oof. I mean, with the performance against Leipzig, um, it's it's still a, very much a possibility that uh, the, the Champions League is still on the cards for Liverpool. I mean, you don't... Yeah, they've had a bad run. They've lost uh, three in a row for the first time in what in their history. Uh, but you still, they're still a classy team. They've still got a quality up and down the pitch, aside from the, obviously, defensive issues. Um, yeah. But I think they have to aim for top four. Uh, they need to uh, confirm that they're going to be in the Champions League next season because that's the moneymaker. It's as simple as that. Uh, going uh, down to the uh, UEFA, um, the Europa League, or even not even qualifying for Europe cannot be part of their, their plans. So I think they have to uh, at least concentrate on getting at least fourth place. If they can qualify through the Champions League, that's a, a, a Brucey bonus, I suppose. And it will uh, maybe kind of put um, a good point on what start off as a brilliant season, but may falter a little bit. But I'm still confident that they're going to still be there or thereabouts when it comes to the league anyway. But mm-hmm. I think Liverpool have to aim for top four. Well, and, and let's take a look at that here because uh, in first you have Manchester City at 56 points. It's going to be really difficult for anybody to catch up with mm-hmm. them in the form that they're in right now. I mean, uh, they Manchester- dominated Everton today. Dominated yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, without a doubt. So, I mean, it's going to be hard for, for many clubs to kind of be on that same footing with Manchester City. United and Leicester City are the closest ones with uh, in, in second, third place, each with 46 points. Uh, Chelsea in fourth with 42 points. Also, West Ham uh, in fifth with 42 points. Uh, so, so, so it's doable. It's doable. It's, it's, it's very doable. Um, you would... You would almost expect, and I'm not saying, and again, uh, I, maybe this is l- looking a bit much uh, more at the glass being half full side of things than than maybe what's actually going on. But if you are a Liverpool fan, uh, you'll look at that and say, you know, maybe the Leipzig game is a sign of things going more in our favor. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe top four is attainable and you'll have to wonder if West Ham and Chelsea and Leicester are going to have a slip up of their own this season. Everybody's well, gone through that. And I think that some of these clubs are, are due for a slip here at any moment. West Ham. Um, I'm so shocked that they're up there. Uh, didn't have the, the best of transfer windows. Um, but Performance-wise, they've they've been they've been outstanding. Mikel Antonio has been so so good. Thomas Suchek has been really classy. Um, Chelsea have really kind of a under Tuchel, who's not even been there that long, just seemed to be a different team. So they, I expect to be there or thereabouts. The the outlier is Leicester City, um, and as much as I love an underdog story. Um, I think they're the the weakest team in this in this top four. Um, 
they're one or, one or two injuries away from crumbling. Um, they don't have a very deep squad. Um, they win more off heart and, and just effort than than a lot of clubs. If they lose Madison, they lose Vardy, they lose Harry Barnes. That's the crux of their team broken down. And so I think it's certainly doable. Um, I, I fully expect Liverpool to be in the top top four but I think going for the title this year may be a right I think City are just just steamrolling everybody uh, mm. and not even not even with amazing performances and I know I keep I go over it over and over again but they're not playing dominant football they're not playing beautiful football they're just destroying teams and, and picking mm. up victories uh, and that's what you need um, so yeah Liverpool will I think they'll get top four but that's got to be the aim Mm-hmm. Well, and and the other thing to take a look at too is look at uh, Chelsea's remaining fixtures as well. Uh, they still have to play uh, Southampton, who can scare anybody on any given day. That's their next game coming up this weekend. Uh, Chelsea face Manchester United. Uh, they also face uh, Everton, Leeds. Um, they, they're still in the Champions League as well. They got a tricky tie against Atletico Madrid. Uh, Brighton can surprise people. Uh, West Ham is there. Mm-hmm. They still have to play Manchester City, Arsenal, uh, Aston, and Leicester, uh, Aston Villa, and Leicester. Uh, so um, any one of these teams could easily find some holes within this Chelsea side mm-hmm. that uh, Thomas Tuchel would like to have hidden. Uh, but we will see. Um, and five nerds go in the chat says betting on one leg game with VAR and the potential for carious like shocker again is a bad idea. Uh, Lester, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Indeed, don't don't do that. Um, Lester will have learned uh, from dropping away last year, though. Um, certainly possible. I mean, I I would certainly like to see Leicester in the Champions League next year more than I would like to see Chelsea or West Ham or uh, anybody. The thing that, I mean, it, uh, Matt makes a, a good comment, and it, but the thing is, you can't learn tiredness. And when you've got a a, a, the, a squad the size of Leicester, uh, mm-hmm. as good as you perform and and. When it comes down to the the last five or six games, and you've had a long, hard season, I mean, this has been a, a mental season as as it's uh, been from the beginning. Mm. To go into those final five or six games absolutely worn out, um, that's when you you may see the falter from Leicester. You may see the players break down and 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 teams be able to to beat them, and, and potentially Liverpool to to maybe sneak in and get uh, in in that top three, top four. It's very, very possible. Uh, well, that was our, our Q&A here. Uh, so we appreciate you at Five Nerds Go and uh, as well as Good Bad, uh, uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast uh, for your, your chats and your comments. We greatly appreciate that. Um, last thing we hear before we go, Mags, the debate going around online all day today, all day today. Would you rather have Haaland or Mbappe at your club? <sighs> Hmm. If you I had, mean, if you had to only pick one, if you had to only pick one, which red okay. talent or Mbappe? I mean, having have that's it's like choosing between you 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 your two kids. Uh, <laughs> but I think I'd have, I think I would have Haaland 
because I'm a sucker for uh, I'm a sucker for a fox in the box kind of player, like a really deadly striker. As much as I like watching Mbappe, um, and as as dominant as he is, I don't think he's an an out and out striker. I think he can play anywhere across that front line. Whereas Haaland, he lives in the box. He destroys in the box. So I think I'd I would have to go with Haaland. Mm. Um. I I I I like both players. Like you said, mm-hmm. I, I think that having to choose between either of them would be so difficult because no matter which way you cut it, both players would change the landscape of any team that they join. Right? Uh, they're they're just that that talented. Um, for me, I, I gotta go. I gotta go with Mbappe simply because he's been as good as he is. Um, he's a World Cup winner, um, and he, while he's a little bit older, I think that I think that's in his favor with this debate because it shows that he has a proven track record. Not mm-hmm. only is he prolific, but he's a prolific winner as well. Um, so, I mean, there's no there's no wrong answer. There's, you there's can't. no right or wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what what I'll say is this: if you're if you're watching this video out there online, uh, here on YouTube, on Twitch, wherever. Uh, do this real quick. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Techers, as you see right there below. No, there, right, there, right, right, right there. Uh, follow there. us on Twitter at Radio Techers, <laughs> and then you tell us who you would rather have. Would you rather have Mbappe or would you rather have Haaland? Let us know. Uh, Five Nerds goes already in the chat with with his answer. I'd have Mbappe on if my side played like Liverpool United. I'd take Haaland if I played like City or Arsenal. Interesting. Uh, how uh, Mbappe? Yeah, totally see him fitting into the Liverpool side. I think uh, as a straight replacement for others, uh, Mane or Salah, I think he would work wonders. Not, I don't so much see him as the Man United kind of player. Uh, I think Haaland would fit more Man United um, mm. because the one thing that I think Man United are missing is an out and out killer in the box they've got uh, obviously Rashford uh, and 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 Greenwood and Martial but they tend to to flow out wide and tend to be more wingers where they could be the people who feed Haaland um, so I think Haaland will fit Man United a lot better um, but I, I I mean you can't go wrong with either they're the kind of players that if you got the opportunity to buy you build your team around that player rather than fit that player into a certain system Mm -hmm. well and if we're being completely honest both players are way too good to play for city or arsenal so (laughs) can you imagine can you imagine the scenes mbappe the decision where is he taking his talent i'm taking it to arsenal yeah might as well be might as well be Uh, goodness, I think everybody would lose their minds um, in more ways than one if uh, Mbappe said the decision. It's Arsenal. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, Mags, this has been fun. I-, I enjoyed thoroughly getting a chance to chat with you once again here today. We got to cover some uh, Champions League stuff. We'll be back again uh, later this week here to do a little bit of a live watch along. Maybe we can bring back these midweek reports Mm-hmm. Who knows? I like doing it. This is a nice little short yeah. episode too. So, so th- there's nothing, nothing wrong here with that. Um, but anywho, uh, I appreciate you joining us, Mags. Where can more people find uh, your content? 
Okay, so yeah, I, I was late, folks, because I was recording uh, a wrestling podcast with uh, Sam and Powell from uh, the SGA, SJP uh, Wrestling Podcast. So yeah, listen out for that. We picked the ultimate Royal Rumble, uh, the the thirty guys that we would want to be in that. Uh, so yeah, you can for any podcast that you've ever listened to in the history of the world. I've been on that podcast uh, in some form or another. Uh, so. It, it would be unfair for me to rattle through them because I will forget some. So just follow me on Twitter down there here at DJ Kirby. <laughs> uh, always a good time. Well, and, uh, and, and I completely agree. Mags is one of the hardest working men in all of podcasting. You absolutely need to check out his content, especially if you're a pro wrestling fan or a, uh, a UFC fan. For example, Mags puts out lots of great content, not just on here on Radio Techers, but elsewhere as well. So check out all of Mags. I appreciate that. Well, of course, uh, you're you're one of the best that's, that's around. So thank you for for coming on the show to, uh, once again today. Uh, and uh, as the same with myself, you can find me on Twitter at Texas Gentleman underscore, which is right there. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard to do. It really is hard to do that. <laughs> I don't think you guys out there at home appreciate how hard that is to actually do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we appreciate you guys for checking us out. Uh, once again, uh, I am, like I said, Tanner, AKA the Texas gentleman. Uh, and please once again, do follow us on Twitter at radio techers and like share and subscribe this episode, wherever you're at. If you're watching this on mm-hmm. YouTube or on uh, Twitch, subscribe to shooting sports issue here today. Uh, uh, you know, that's where you can find not only all this content here, but what Mags does uh, with the UFC as um, uh, on, on Five Rounds podcast. There's a lot of great interviews coming out there as well by yeah. Carlos. Uh, so yeah, we sure just dropped his biggest one. We literally just dropped his biggest one today. Uh, the, 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 the legendary fighter and coach, Din Thomas, uh, coach to um, Tyron Woodley when he won the uh, welterweight title. So, yeah, that's a, a fun little interview for Carlos. He was very, very starstruck. That's fantastic, man. That's awesome. I'm so, I'm so happy for Carlos getting these interviews here, and I, I hope he he continues to do them because he, he knocks them out of the park every time, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, also here on Shooting Sports Ish, we've got uh, Tony doing uh, betting and 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 NBA coverage. Uh, we've got uh, the return of Smart to Death. Uh, which is uh, pro wrestling coverage. So uh, we've got a lot of sports on here, guys. So, um, you know, uh, check it all out by subscribing here today, shooting sports ish. <laughs> and then make sure to join us this weekend when Radio Techers returns for yet another episode. So uh, for Mags, I am Tanner, a.k.a. the Texas Gentleman. Uh, you guys take care and have yourselves a great rest of your day. Bye bye. Bye bye. I can never, ever get over that.